0: This is Pastor Phil. Oh, glory to God. With full of life ministries. So excited for this opportunity to share with you what the Lord has placed on my heart concerning our lives. The Lord's desire for for all of us is to live life to the fullest. And I mean to the fullest. And, And that does not mean to be Reckless or irresponsible with your life, but to live life the way he designed your life to be lived. You see, God has provided us with a blue plan or blueprint that can become successful. And then if we stick to the plan and follow his directions, not only that we can live life free from the sin of this world, but also have the opportunity to receive after death a crown of life. <laughs> and this crown of life is uh, is in the book of James chapter 1 verse 12 and Revelation uh, 2 uh, chapter 2 verse 10. and these passages of scriptures are for those who, persevere under trials. You see Jesus references this crown when he tells the church at Smyrna to not be afraid of what you what you are about to suffer. But what he did say, he says, "Be faithful even to the point of death, and I will give you the crown of life." <laughs> Listen people of God, I pray that you that you're having a great week and that your heart and your ears are receptive to hearing from the Lord on this particular episode. So, are you ready? Oh, I can't hear you. Are you ready? <laughs> of course I can't hear you. Well, let's go ahead and get into this episode for tonight. All right, listen. Listen, people of God. Have you ever had an experience where you were going somewhere in your car or you were walking somewhere only to discover that you were so lost. <laughs> and I mean lost. And, and, and I know that during the course of your journey, you, you had no idea where it happened or, or how it happened. But you know that if you kept going, you would never get to where you were planning to go. Okay, let me explain. Let me explain. There was this one time, (laughs) and I laugh about it because it was pretty funny. It's not funny. It's funny now, but it really wasn't funny back during that particular time. It was me and my family. We were driving to Disneyland, and we were so excited to get there and have a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Uh, It was our time to get away. It was our time to just have a little vacation time. You know, going on all the different types of rides and just having a good time, you know, just hanging out. So as we were getting closer to our destination, there was a decision that needed to be made on which freeway that we needed to take to arrive at Disneyland. So stay with me, stay with me. So I'm, I'm the one driving, I'm driving. And you know, guys like myself, For everybody in the car to just be comfortable and confident that I knew how to get to Disneyland. Okay? So people got to, listen, hold on. Let me explain. I took the wrong freeway. (laughs) Now, remind you, it's really a straight shot going to Disneyland from our home. But I thought I knew the way. And there lies the problem. <laughs> Woo. So anyway, we were going the wrong on the wrong freeway and we're driving and we're driving, driving some more, kept on driving. We're just driving. I mean, we're just driving, driving, just driving. Okay, <laughs> you get my point. And now comes another decision. My wife asked me, are we going in the right direction? And of course, listen, I quickly respond. Oh, yes, (laughs) I got this. I got this. Well, 15 minutes later, she asked me again. Are you sure that you know that we're going in the right direction? And of course, I respond. We are just about there. Now, this is where fear is starting to creep in. I'm thinking to myself, where is Disneyland? Now we had some friends with us and one of our friends says I think we're going in the wrong direction. Because they began to see signs that indicated that we were going away from the path. My wife suggested pull off the freeway and ask somebody who knows the area how to get to Disneyland. Well, people of God, it worked. I was wrong. We finally arrived only for me to feel embarrassed about the whole ordeal. And then I had to apologize for my mistake. Now, they all said, hey, no problem, no problem. And all that it matters is that we made it. Listen, people of God, I wanted to share with you that there are many decisions, many moments that happen in our lives that we needed someone to redirect us into going in the right direction. I mean, if we're really, truly honest with ourselves, we have been lost or we have been in a wrong location. A wrong environment that caused us a lot of heartache and pain. Some relationships that we have been in or we are currently in is not because you desire to be lost, but you made some decisions that you didn't thoroughly think out. And now the consequences. Have you lost? Have you totally lost. The way we impulsively spend our monies, you know, think about it, the loss of credit. There are those who have to file for bankruptcy because of not being disciplined with what you were blessed to have. There are people who are now addicted to drugs, alcohol, prostitution, gangs. Think about it. Our prisons are full of thieves and robbers. Our hospitals and health clinics are overcrowded with individuals who made some decisions that now they are dealing with the consequences that has a long-term effect, not only in their lives, but the lives of others. So the question is posed. How did we get here? How did we get here? Just like me in the story, in my story, there were so many signs that I failed to notice. I mean, listen, there were information that I failed to look at because I thought I had all the answers. Maybe you are dealing with something right now and and you're now in need of change. Well, people of God, I got some good news for you. There is a God who was waiting for us to change, willing for us to ask him for direction. He is going to show you in his word a way to change directions and get back into, get back on really the right path. Well, I didn't even give you the title of the of the episode for tonight. So I'm going to give you the title and then we're going to move into the uh, commercial break because I should have given you the title at the beginning of this uh, beginning of my soliloquy. How's that? We're going to stop here and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the episode. And it's actually entitled Changing directions. Hi, I'm Christopher, and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is $Full of Life SD, and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at PhilGaleHoward. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate, like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back with the episode entitled Changing Directions. Changing Directions. Now, people of God, in order to get from point A to point B, changes changes are you going to need if you need direction. And we need to know what the Lord has provided for our everyday walk. So the number one thing in ter- in terms of changing directions, the number one thing that we really need to focus on is that our direction has been established by the Lord. Number one. Our direction has been established by the Lord. Now, Psalms 37, verses 23 and 24, states that the steps of a man or a woman are established by the Lord. When he delights in his way, when he or she delights in his way, the steps of a man are established by the Lord. Though he falls, He should not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. Now you have to listen, people, to God. God gives his people both provision and protection. And though to the casual eye, this may not always seem to reflect the bitter circumstances of life through which many Christians or any person in particular have to pass today God's provision and protection is established okay in the eternal realms however it is also true to say that although this heavenly provision and protection is eternally secure for all of God's people many stand witness to his miraculous hand and work in the everyday challenges and difficulties of life through which we all, all of us have to pass. We read that the steps of a man are established by the Lord. And the word established means that they are ordered, secured, and established by our Heavenly Father. Nothing on the earth below or in the heavens above can cause the steps of those that have been made righteous through Jesus Christ to stray so far or to fall so heavily that God in his grace will not reach down and to pick us up. And what I love, listen, what I love about verse 24 says that even when you fall, when we fall and there are going to be times when we fall down to sin or we make this when we make serious mistakes or we did not listen to the lord at the time of our decisions the good news is god has promised us that he will hold he will hold our hand in the midst of struggles he will hold our hands in the midst of bad decision making, he will hold our hand. Afflictions, faults, failings, grievous sins can cause us to stumble and sin. And King David is is one such example. But every person, every believer who like David is a man after God's own heart, a man who trusts the word of the Lord, will not be overwhelmed even when he does fall into sin because the Lord has promised to hold his hand. Now we're going to just read, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm not going to actually, let me take that back. I'm going to give you uh, Luke chapter 15 verses 11 and 32. Luke chapter 15, verses 11 and 32. I want you to read that in your own spare time. Uh, if you want to email me with what revelation that the Lord has given you concerning these verses, uh, fulloflifesd at gmail.com, and just let me know what you received from those verses. But it really talks about the parable. in the And it was the parable of the prodigal son. See, this parable, this parable um, is talking about that the father had two sons. The younger son asked for inheritance from his father. His father grants his son's request. But this son is considered prodigal, which simply means wasteful or extravagant. And because of this, he squandered his fortune and eventually became, became destitute because of time. We just can't read that. But listen, in this particular passage of scripture, there is a message and there's another lesson that we need to understand concerning changing directions. In order to change directions, we have to be willing to accept responsibility for our decisions. We have to be willing to accept responsibility for our decisions. See the prodigal sons return, I, I should say the the prodigal son returned home after he wasted all his possessions and hunger finally taught him a lesson. When you lose everything and you become hungry, it'll teach you a whole lot. <laughs> he finally came to his senses. He finally realized I had it good. I need to change the direction that I'm going in, he humbled himself and returned home. Now, genuine repentance is the only salvation for every person who has run away from home or who has went in the wrong direction. You see, he knew that he had to change the direction that he was going. He knew it. He realized after his riotous living, he had to change the direction that he was going. And I love the story. You you guys are going to read it, and I want you to email me at fulloflifesd at gmail.com and let me know what you received from those passages of scripture. Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. Now, there's a scripture in First John. The first chapter in the ninth verse, the ninth, the ninth verse, it states, if we confess our sins. He is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Although an unbeliever can gain much comfort from these verse from this verse. It is important to recognize that this is a verse that is addressed to Christians. For the unbeliever, this verse is certainly a glorious word of truth. That the one who confesses their sinfulness with a contrite heart of true repentance will be forgiven. You see, forgiveness removes the pain and the grudge from your heart. Forgiveness removes the toxins from your heart. Forgiveness means you're actually set free because you finally got tired of being lost. Forgiveness is necessary for every person on the planet. When you ask God for forgiveness, he says in his word that he will forgive you of your sins and cleanse you. Wash you. Remove the the ugly that's in your life. Remove those decisions that you created for yourselves. And he will cleanse you from all that unrighteousness. See, you'll become happier. And this is what the Lord desires for you, to be happy. When your heart is pure. When your heart is right. When you're going in the right direction, the Lord can find a place in it and fill you with love, with His love. When your life is free from the grudges and the toxins and the cares and the issues of life, you will you will restart, you will start receiving the freedom that you lose when you are lost, and now you can live. In true peace when you finally say yes to God. Last but not least, people of God, we already covered about being responsible. We understand in number one that He, God has established for us direction for our lives. But last but not least, number three, we have to as a society, as a people, as a nation, as a country, as a world, we have to develop self-discipline. We have to develop self-discipline. That's the problem with our world, that we are not disciplined to live righteous. We're not disciplined to live holy. We are not disciplined to overcoming the wiles and the traps of the enemy. And so we find ourselves being defeated so often that now we are living a life below the means that God has created for our lives. We have to. It's something that's necessary in order for us to live the abundant life. That it means that we have to do some work. We can pray to God and we should pray to God. But there are some things that we have to understand that God has given us tools through his word that we can glean from, that we can take advantage of. See, we're living in a society now where we have access to all the tools necessary. It's one of those things where you have tools. It's one thing if I'm trying to build something, but I can't build it if I don't have the tools. It'd be one thing to try to take a piece of of a pencil or a pipe, things that are not designed to build and try to do it. But listen, the problem is, is that God has given us tools. It's up to you to go get the tools. See, working at Home Depot, I know where the tools are located and I know where to go get the right tool for the right job. It's the same thing spiritually so we have the access to the tools necessary through God's word where we can begin to live life in its fullest, but we have to develop self-discipline. Proverbs 25 and 28 states, Proverbs 25 and 28 states, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. You see, when you lack self-control, you are at the absolute mercy of your enemies. I want to say that one more time. When you lack self-control, you are at the absolute mercy of your enemies. They can strike and defeat you whenever they please. If they are wise, they will do it When it best suits their interest, you think the absence of a wall does not matter. (laughs) I have gone this long in safety. Who would want to attack me? Listen, people of God, don't be deceived. Your lack of self-control is seen by all. It will be taken advantage of at the convenience of your foes. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. You see, in this proverb, Solomon is using the term to speak of a man's inner life, his inward disposition, his inward attitude, his thought life, and inner emotions. In short, this, this, this person, the inner man, has struggled now because of lack lack of self-control. Solomon is describing a man who has no rule over his inner thoughts or emotions. And the character flaw of having no control over one's inner emotions has countless ramifications and will prove to be life-dominating. This person, this individual, listen, people of God, this could be you, became a a slave to his feelings and emotions. He is a slave to lust. A slave to anger. A slave to cussing and cursing. A slave to an uncontrolled tongue. See, he, he, he this person flies off the handle easily and quickly. He is short-tempered, short-fused, The tiniest things irritate him. And because he has no self-control, the smallest irritation is manifested outwardly. He has no control over his anger. He probably yells and screams at the same time too. You have to understand people of God. God is wanting us to change directions and stop allowing the enemy to control our lives. But whatever that you do, whatever you do that you don't have no control over, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, you need to understand, people of God, that you need to develop self-control in order to change the direction that you're going in. It's that simple. And so listen, what I'm trying to convey to you here in the podcast, lands is that because many of us are journeying, we're on this path of life, we have, some of us are older, some of us are in our 50s, some of us are in our 60s, some of us are just in our early 20s, our teens, some of us are in our 30s and 40s, wherever you are age-wise means that if you continue driving down this path and not pay attention to the signals and the signs that you're lost, you'll find yourself in a dangerous situation when you're all by yourself and there's no one to turn to, no one to call on. We have to understand the significance of changing directions because we have the ability through Christ Jesus to just call his name. The Bible declares that if you call him, he will answer you and he will show you things to come. When you call on Jesus, he will answer your prayer. But you have to understand that God knows when you are totally honest with oneself. Psalms 51, it talks about David after he uh, had his Uh, He wanted Bathsheba, and and he had her husband killed in the line of war. Psalms 51 says, Lord, I messed up. He he, He says, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. He knew that he had to come to God and just pour out himself before God. He did not like. Now here he, he is, he's the king. And because of his selfishness, his his lust, it overtook him. He was now vulnerable for the tricks and the traps of the enemy. Let us learn from these verses how we can live life in the fullness of life. So let's, let's do a quick recap. Number one, the Lord has established the right direction for your life. He has established it. That means that everything is set up for you to live a full and meaningful life. Number two, you have to accept responsibility for your decisions and ask God for forgiveness in order to live a full and meaningful life. So you have to understand, you can't blame it on your mother. You can't blame it on your father or your friends. You can't blame it on the job. You have to say, Lord, It is I who stand in need of prayer. And number three, you have to develop self-discipline for your life by praying every day, developing a strong prayer life, daily reading God's word for answers to your needs and learning how to defeat your enemies that will love to ruin your life. Now, in closing, people of God, Changing directions has everything to do with surrendering your life to Jesus Christ and surrendering your will to the Lord. Why not do it today in Jesus' name? Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this opportunity to come before you, oh God. God, you know us better than we know ourselves. God, we've been drifting. We've been lost. We've been... In the wrong environment, we've been in the wrong location. We're we're not in the right place at the right time. We're struggling with life because we have made some choices, some bad decisions. We've made some mistakes. We've we've given in to the enemy's uh, voice. Lord God, we just ask you in the name of Jesus that you will just wash us and cleanse us and forgive us of all sin. We recognize and realize that we cannot make it to our destination by ourselves, that we need you to give us the guidance and the leadership that we need for our lives. Lord God, I pray for everyone across this world who listens to this podcast that they will now seek you first and not seek the advice of others. That they will come to you contrite and broken humble before you and that God that you would just re-establish us because now we're we have finally made up our mind to change the direction that we're going in because we want to be on the right path to get to our destination that you have set up for us and you had set this up before the beginning of time so I know that you will get us there safe we, get, we give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, people of God, that has, we have ended our podcast for tonight. I hope that you were blessed by the podcast. I hope that you received something that's meaningful for your life. I've given you a challenge. Read Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. And please email me. Uh, full of life SD at gmail.com full of life SD at gmail.com and let me know what you receive from those verses of scripture and I hope that it will apply to your life. and guess what? the good news is God 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 has us not God's got us. God has us in the palm of his hands and all we have to do is just say yes to his will. So listen people of God. if you love the podcast, please share the podcast. We appreciate all those who tune in each and every week. We give you praise. We give God praise for all the great things that he is doing. So again, people of God, let's continue to do this in Jesus name. God bless.